What's good? We are live with season two. Wow. Soul Food Sundays, episode one. We on Facebook Live too. What's up, y'all? Um, all right, so Soul Food Sundays. This is a podcast hosted by me and Coach J. I'm Coach G. Um, each episode we're serving up some health and fitness principles for the African American community with a healthy dose of tea. No tea today because we have a special guest, someone I'm very familiar with. You may be too. Special, special. Can, can I do the intro? You can. I, I can do the intro. Okay. Cool. Listen, just like Coach G said, we have a very, very special guest. Wait, hold on. Is this our is this our our first guest or second? No, because we had the uh, oh yeah 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 okay you're right my bad season two we started off with with some with some heat for you guys okay we have yeah 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 Michelle Patton okay but listen a lot of you guys might think oh Michelle Patton you know what I'm saying if you haven't come across her if you don't know who she is she's a phenomenal woman. Okay, she's she's standing five foot one tall, five feet one inch tall, but her presence is so big. <laughs> you know, she's done so much for the community. She's inspired generations upon generations, and she's coming to bring you guys some value. Uh, and I hope you guys take home um, what what we have to give uh, to you guys today. So with. No further ado, I want to present Michelle Patton to you guys. I'm going to give you a hand. <laughs> was that lame? Was that lame? Yeah. Go ahead. Right. This is we, we we told her she wasn't, you know, a guest. She's a co-host, so we're going to introduce our co-host right now, okay. Michelle. What do you got to say? Thank you for that gracious. This is my double year, dear year of double grace, so that was such a gracious introduction and i'm so glad to be here on this soul food sunday podcast <laughs> um with my daughter and my nephew so it's gonna be a, a great great show a lot of information they always bring it whenever they do these podcasts i've listened to all of them so i'm just i mean i'm honored to be here <laughs> Coming in at five point. I'm honored, you know, to be here. Me so too. always here to serve communities, always here to serve people, always here to help and um just be a part of something that is needed, something that is um just we need, especially as the black community, black fitness fitness movement is moving and that's that's we got to get this moving. We have to um, we have to educate. Uh, we have to be informed. We have to, um, and that's where we impact with information. So this broadcast, I'm just I'm just happy to be here because I know that you are the the host of Black Fitness yeah, Movement. I have some great you. things to say, and I'm gonna share my part today. So let's get to it. Absolutely. And we're happy to have you. Jason's coming on the Facebook Live. Um, so let's start off with your story. So if, if you've looked at the show notes already, you know that this episode is about rheumatoid arthritis and the black woman. Um, so you 
you came on to be a little transparent and hopefully help anybody else struggling. So go ahead. So um, my story with rheumatoid arthritis actually was a surprise. And um, a couple of years ago, I injured my back and limped around for about a year because I did not want to have surgery. I'm in the military, y'all. So I didn't want to have surgery. I still wanted to run. I wanted to do all the physical things I, I was required to do, but also things that I wanted to do. And one of them is to, to run for pleasure and also uh, for my physical fitness test. Ooh, you wanted to run for pleasure? I, I wanted to run. I wanted to run. I didn't want to be a walker. It, it she was didn't like, pass I did, that on to me. I did not want to be a walker or get a profile where I just walk. I just, it was like I just couldn't do it. But um, I kept going to the doctor, and then finally they were like, you got to have surgery. So I did have the surgery in 2014. And fast forward, I was still having some pain, some issues. So I started getting the injections. Went to get one of my injections. They took blood. They come back. They tell me, hey, you need to make an appointment with a rheumatologist because your blood is showing high levels of inflammation in, in your blood. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Okay. So I didn't make the appointment initially um, because everything, my pain was centered around, I was like, it's my back. Mm -hmm. Everything was my back because I had had this injury. So any pain I had, if my finger hurt, it was because of my back. If my head hurt, it was because of my back. So everything I thought was centered around my back. And so eventually, a couple of months later, actually, I finally went to the rheumatologist. Um, they took tests, came back two weeks later. When I came back, the doctor comes in and he says, one test says that you have rheumatoid arthritis. Another test says that you don't. So I tell the doctor, it's just my back. I don't have either. So we're going to go with the test that says I don't have it. He says to me, <laughs> he probably wanted to call me. Okay, doctor. Amen. He says to me that, no, we're going to take some more tests. So we take more tests and I'm having pain. My feet begin to swell. My knees begin to swell. But he also puts me on medication, which is a steroid. I begin to gain weight. I, just, I feel worse than I did before I even went into the doctor. So I, I'm like, I can't take this medication. And one of the things is, is that I had not been on any medication. I don't have any problems with high blood pressure. I don't take anything. So, and I don't like to take medication. So I was taking this medication, feeling worse and dealing with this quote unquote, diagnosis, which they really couldn't tell me what was going on, mm. but also dealing with pain that I had never had before, swelling I had never had before. And quite honestly, I felt like my own body had turned against me, mm -hmm. um, like I was fighting against myself. So then becomes where when you deal with chronic pain and you deal with pain that you don't know how to fix and the medication is not helping. Of course, depression can, can come in. You can begin to just, you know, just feel down. I was, I was sleeping a lot. It was just not my norm. It yeah. wasn't my normal. So I was like, oh my God, what is going on? What is really going 
going on. So when I went back to the doctor, he still didn't really have answers for me, but I, I knew that I was in pain. So one of the things that the doctor said to me that really helped me, he said, you have to begin to not think that every pain that you have is your back. Mm. You have to allow yourself to feel the pain so that we can help to diagnose what is going on with you. If you think everything is your back, then you won't acknowledge what else is going on. So right. that was so that story went along and so I came back to the doctor and actually they did an MRI on my foot. That's where they, they did it on my foot. Hmm. Yeah. On my foot. That's how you got diagnosed. On my right foot. On my right foot. <laughs> Why are you saying foot like that? Yes, on my right foot. <laughs> And so I was just a surprise too. And when I came back for the next appointment, they also said, oh, by the way, just add fibromyalgia to that too. And is that, is it common to get diagnosed with fibromyalgia it once you've been diagnosed with RA? RA is, um, is your feet and your hands. When you start to have pain all over, mm -hmm then that's when they diagnose you with fibromyalgia. Um, usually rheumatoid arthritis is in the, the fingers. They'll begin to swell. They can begin to, to turn in your mm -hmm. joints. It's in your joints, so mm -hmm. in your feet. So that's where it started with me. But some of the questions, process of elimination that they began to ask me, are you having pain in, in your elbows, in your arms, anywhere else? And like I said, the doctor had to really talk to me so that he could help me um, with what was going on because I was looking at it as it's my back because my back has been giving me problems for years. So, like I said, everything. One, one, thing, one thing that I heard throughout the story, and thank you for being transparent, is a lot of times I know one of the biggest struggles with women, especially going to the doctor and telling their doctors they feel pain here, there, and the doctor will blow it off, and it's a big issue. Um, but it sounds like the reason that you you were the one that was resistant, the reason that you even got diagnosed, was your doctor was resilient, steadfast, and figuring out what was wrong, which is great. Which is great. Well, I, I think too, and I'm thankful for that because mm -hmm. I know that that does happen. Um, one of my frustrations was going to the doctor and it taking so long. So you put me on medication, but you're not even really sure that mm. this is what's really wrong. what's going on. Yeah. And so that was, and then the medication makes you feel worse than what you were feeling before you went yeah. in there. Let's and, talk about that too, because a lot of times we get diagnosed um, with something else because we were on medication for a small ailment, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Coach J. With that being said, like, um, you've been diagnosed, like, what was your mindset? Were, were you like, I'm, I'm curious about that because were you like, was your world falling apart? You said, you mentioned depression. Um, but, you know, getting diagnosed, how old were you, first and foremost, when you got diagnosed? 54 year old. 50. Four years so, of age. So, okay, so what was your mindset when they diagnosed you? So, so even with that, like I said, I hadn't had any 
ailments. I, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. I don't have any of the quote unquote normal diseases maybe that people will get at that age or um but people I of color get. But because and, and I'm not bragging on myself or anything, so when I go into the doctor, you look a certain way too that people say, Well, you shouldn't have this. Yeah. So there's that too is like, okay, um, but you're one of shape. the things, yes, yeah. you're in the army. That's one of the things one of my doctors said, you're in the army. Um, you have this because you're in the army, you exercise a lot, or um, my heart rate is lower. I have low blood pressure. And so pe- doctors can tend to look over things because, and, and I mean, they're practicing, but they can tend to look over things because they're looking at you on the outside. outside. Yeah. They're looking at, you know, and they haven't asked enough questions to find out what is really going on or if there's some patterns in your own life that are happening. And so my mindset was, again, I, I said I was I was frustrated because they were taking all these tests and, and they did take a test that they said normally African-American women um, get I don't know what it was for, but they they did a process of elimination and they eliminated that as one of the um, diseases that I could have mm-hmm. and came back to rheumatoid arthritis. Um, they gave me two types of medications. Um, they were strong what type of side effects did they have on you? And they weren't. Oh my gosh, um, fatigue! I never take naps during the day. I, <laughs> I would do. sit down. I would sit down <laughs> and I would be asleep. Jason, I would just just sit down, just to sit down and I would be asleep. Wow. Never. Um, one, one day I went and I said, I'm going to take a nap because I was so tired. My feet, my boots. So I wear boots in my uniform for the army. I, mm-hmm. had, I could not get any of my boots on. I mm. could not wear them. Wow. I had to wear um, tennis shoes in my uniform. So I felt crazy going to work because I was still going to work. I was sometimes calling my um, supervisor because I couldn't sleep. So I never got to sleep through the night because I didn't feel good. So I was waking up through the night. And then that morning, I would be just so tired from being wow. up that I couldn't function. Um, so at when I did go to work, my hands uh, would go numb. So my job is uh, office. I type on a computer. So my hands going numb, my feet a numb. Big, a big it, deal. Yeah. It, a big it, deal. It, it just changed my life. It, it To just this totally, I felt like a sick person. Mm. And like I said earlier, to be chronic, in chronic pain, not be able to do anything about it. Um, and then the medication that the medical doctors are giving you is making you worse, causing you to gain weight. And one of the things in the military is we have weight requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm over here gaining weight, can't wear my boots, can't do my job, fingers swelling up, hands going numb. It was, um, and like I said, it was like I was fighting against my own oh, self, like my mm-hmm. own 
Like I had that, turned, and that's against, and I want to, you know, just chime in on that, and that that has to be very, very, um, you know, frustrating because just like you breaking it down, you have to fight against you, like every day, you know, with the stuff that you were normally able to do, you you know, you have restrictions, you were limited, you know, so I would imagine, like you said, you suffer from some form of depression, right? Um, be, man, that's heavy. I, mean, I believe at some point we all suffered um some form of depression so i just uh commend you for overcoming that um what, what are some i'm curious to to hear what are some of the things naturally far as like your your food intake you were doing to maybe reduce some of that inflammation and and, and that pain so yes um definitely more i i knew that i needed to do something different um, and one of them, um, so I, I did talk to the doctor and so they changed my medication three times. The last medication that they gave me was methotrexate, which is used wow. for cancer patients. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I was yeah. pretty upset about that. Yeah, I, I was, um, honestly, if I would really be transparent, I felt like that wow. the medication was killing me. Mm. Just honestly, like if I had stayed on that medication, that it was killing me mentally, it was killing me emotionally and physically, I wasn't getting any better. Mm. And so I I knew within myself that I needed to tell the doctor I, I wouldn't was not going to take that. I would rather deal with pain than to take that medication and feel like wow. that I was, it was killing me slowly or quickly, yeah. that, whichever way. It, and it was, it's a mental battle. Um, like I said, to go from, I'm pretty much okay. You know, I have the, you know, as you get older, you have the little ailments, you get a little stiff or whatever, but you know, I jump up, I might move a little slower, but as you go through the day, you, pick up that momentum but I was man it's it's it all it stopped me in my tracks and so I knew that I had to do something different and and so with um, being a part of black fitness um, movement I I'm always encouraged to see you know people I don't post as much but I'm always watching um I had people around me who care about me Mm -hmm. um who care about my health, who care about my life, um, basically, that were there for me that I could talk to, number one, and be transparent and say, this is what's going on with me. I feel different. I feel like this is killing me. Um, And to be around people who supported me and came around me, gave me suggestions, told me, okay, you got to do this. (laughs) You got to stop doing this and you have to do this. And one of them, of course, is my daughter, Janae, um, who's always talking to me about health. Um, um, my husband is always talking to me about health and, you know, friends that were around me at that time. Um, uh, Sergeant Clark was around me and, and she's into wellness. And so I just had people who came around me and was like, OK. Okay, there's some natural things that you can do. So I had to change my diet. What 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 did you change as far as diet, exercise? Did you work out more? Like 
how were you even able to do the physical part when you're in pain? Well, the first thing I did was got off of the methotrexate. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is how bad it is. You have to be, you have to wean yourself. You can't just stop taking this medication. You have to wean yourself off of it. You you don't just cold turkey, just stop. So I I knew right then I was like, no, okay, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so then, you know, Janae started talking to me. I was also in the midst of getting ready to um, permanently changed my duty station from Atlanta to Maryland. And actually I had an assignment to go to Korea. And one of the reasons, um, was because of my health that I didn't go to Korea because they didn't have the facilities, um, to help me with what I was going through. So, um, I got diverted to go to Maryland, which has hospitals here. Um, and your daughter's here. On top of it, you forgot yes. that. That should have been first. <laughs> They had the, you know, facilities, the army facilities, but um, of course I had already decided that I couldn't take that medication. And so um, Janae um, set up a, a workout regimen for me and um, we worked with, you know, as far as the, the areas that I was dealing with. Um, I'm going to just be honest. All I did was take some stuff out of the black print. Can y'all see that? I'm holding it up. All I did was give her workouts out of the black print and just tailored it around her injury. I'm just, yeah, I'm Michelle. I'm I'm curious to 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 hear how you received the instructions from your daughter. I'm curious. (laughs) (laughs) I brought the pain. (laughs) I brought the pain. No mercy. Ask her if she got any mercy. I had a little gym in my house. We was in there getting it in, boxing, everything. Yes. And, and you know, part of it is just mm-hmm. knowing that somebody knows what they're doing. You know, I I, I watch Janae now. I, I make sure she's the expert in her Wait, field. What? <laughs> she's, you know, gone to school. And then I saw her other clients, you know, that she was working with. So, so it wasn't too hard you know i know she had done her homework and right then, you know i'm still the mama when it comes down to it so it hurt, <laughs> i just was like girl i but, can't do that <laughs> i always right. put that but, but listen, there. i can't do that but, but listen yet. i i think um, you know I pro- this is probably you know true <laughs> if you you probably would have received it differently from per se like you know a higher trainer at the gym or or something like that is that is that safe to say say that because I feel like Janae like knows me. She's like been here, you know, with me and you know, talk to years. her for 32 years. You didn't understand me though, years ago. Okay, but mm-hmm. now that she's, you know, an adult and and like I said, I, I've watched her um, grow. I've watched her um, you know, just um, take this fitness journey serious and, and her desire to help women to get to the place where they feel healthy, um, that they feel like, you know, I've just seen her work hard to get where she is. And, and then her desire to help others is my thing. And so, and I know that she understood me and she, you know, talking to another 
trainer that really doesn't know you, you know, we mm. you fill out a little intake form and say what you want to <laughs> do. Because I did before I left Atlanta. I went to a lady. I sat down with her and, you know, she asked me some questions, but I was like, she don't know. She don't know. And then with Janae being in the military, she also knows, like, you know, that fight over there is like, okay, I'm gaining weight. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have weight requirements. I got to do a PT test, all those things. And I'm right at the end of, you know, retirement. So I had to stay ready, yeah. you know. And so I knew that she understood that part of it, too, and um, that I had some challenges going on. So, so I appreciated that. It didn't mean that she didn't push me. Cause she did, but I still was like, I can't do that yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, that's great. Thank you for being so transparent uh, with us today. We don't, I mean, I don't have any more questions. You pretty much answer everything. Um, oh, I do have one question. What'd you think about the black print? Listen, the black print. Plug it. The black print. Black print on deck. The black print is on deck. <laughs> the black, I'm telling you, you know, I, I, it is, it's <laughs> just, just the layout, because I like pretty stuff. I like, you know, stuff that looks good. You know what I'm saying? And so, but, but more importantly, it Aesthetics. looks, yes, it, it, it plays a part. Y'all did a great job on it. Did a great job on it. And so, but the inside, you know, is what's most important. Um, and it gives, I mean, it leaves no question unanswered. And then if you do have a question that you need answered, you can still find it in here. You have access to, um, Janae and Jason, J and J. Um, and so the black print is needed. It, it, it's right on time. It's um, for the black community and people of color. Yes, people of color. People of color. People yep. of color. All of okay. us. People black and brown. Black, black and brown. And brown. Black and brown. Okay. So I, I believe that it was it's long time overdue. Um, and if people will read, because you know, people that's what they say you can hide stuff in a book, but yeah. it 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 gives some good information as far as one of the things for me is the ego. Uh -huh. You asked me, like, what are some things that I changed, Jason? Mm -hmm. Um, that and that is so important what we eat, what we put in our bodies, and for you all to give, you know, the I mean, the food things. is what causes the inflammation, exactly. So, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Sure. And then I, I have to say, too, that usually um, there isn't information for women, um, specific to women, and to, you know, put information about that as far as, you know, our menstrual cycle and all mm -hmm. of those things. Most people don't know that. Most mm -hmm. women don't know that and understand that and the cycles it's, that our bodies go through. So, I, I think it's excellent. I think whoever does not have one, you need to get one. Anybody on Facebook? Y'all got to get y'all black print now. <laughs> get your black print. Yeah. So you can get it downloaded and downloaded from our site. Um, and I like the touch and feel. So you can order one, have it, you know, plug them to your house. Um, this is how it looks. I told plug them. 
<laughs> yeah, so Black you can find it on uh, www.blackfitnessmovement.com. We're going to go ahead and finish with our vitamin okay, C. Okay, I'm going to take it. I didn't know I was going to um, take it, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. So vitamin C. Man, we're in season two, so. Take it, <clears throat> Listen, people, um, if you guys could take something from this, uh, the vitamin C of today is to be mindful uh, of your intake. I, I would say that because I believe everything starts and begins with your nutritional intake. And if you guys do not have the uh, foundation or the structure of, of what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, I advise you guys to, you know what I'm saying, go get the black print. You know what I'm saying? It, it's definitely a tool for you guys to use and, and um, get the most out of it. So uh, go get the black print ASAP. Vitamin C done by Coach J. And I'm Coach G, and this is Michelle Johnson. We want to say thank you for coming on to the show, Soul Food Sunday. Episode one, we starting this season with a bang. All right, thank you for tuning in. Go get that black print. Go follow us on all social media at Black Fitness Movement. That is B-L-K Fitness M-V-M-T. And we are out.